rewarding careers, experiences of a lifetime. Explore Travel PT at ariusmedical.com. A-U-R-E-U-S-Medical.com. Rewarding careers, experiences of a lifetime. Explore Travel PT at ariusmedical.com. A-U-R-E-U-S-Medical.com. NPTE StudyCast. Welcome to NPTE StudyCast here with Will Crane from PTFinalExam.com. Will, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Doing some more Q&A examples. Uh, students, as they approach the NPTE, love to put themselves and test themselves in really, really accurate examples of what the questions might look like on the, uh, the exam. We do have a cheat sheet available for you now. Talk about that for a second. What's available at PTFinalExam.com slash StudyCast. Right. So we get questions all the time about how to answer multiple choices questions. A good example is someone who maybe didn't have a whole lot of multiple choice questions in school, or they really dislike them. We tried to put together the key tips you need to know in order to answer multiple choice questions. Generally following these tips, it'll help you eliminate several of the answer options, which increases your odds of answering the questions correctly, and thereby getting the best score possible on the NPTE. And that's what students want to hear. Increase those odds, right? That's also right. 10% off. Students love to hear things like that. So ptfinalexam.com slash studycast. Uh, 10% off all of the different types of courses that Will offers at his website, as well as that cheat sheet for free. Uh, with that being said, let's get into another example. Today's question. A patient is being examined by a physical therapist for low back pain following a lifting injury that occurred seven days ago. All of the following findings are strongly predictive of disc herniation, except... Then we go through the answer options. So this is written in a negative format. Yeah, you definitely nailed that except. And we've mentioned in a previous episode on the prompt, best, most, least, except. They are bolded and they are all capitalized. They're there for a reason. They're trying to scream at you. Make sure you're answering the, the right thing that we're asking. Let's go through the answer prompts here. So number one, positive crossover straight leg raise. Answer choice two, prone instability test. Answer choice three, severely limited straight leg raise. And answer choice number four, severely restricted and painful trunk movements. After hearing the uh, prompt and the answer choices, where do we want students to go? All right. So we're just going to go sequentially down the list. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but if you look at options three and four, severely, most of the time when you see qualifiers like that, that should be very strongly predictive of something, right? And so those ones, and again, I guess backing up even further, this question is phrased in the negative format, meaning all the following are strongly predictive, except which one? And by creating or by putting it in that, with that wording, it allows them to test more material in a faster manner. And so you can see why they would choose to do that, but it's really frustrating if you forget to read the except. So going through each of the items, positive crossover straight leg test. That is one of the predictors of a herniated disc. Number two, prone instability test. This is the correct, incorrect answer. So it is not indicative or predictive of a disc herniation. It is indicative of instability of the lumbar spine. So the prone instability test that's performed with the patient prone over a plinth while the examiner places pressure over the, the symptomatic spinous process and while the patient raises their feet off the floor, so they're prone over plant, while the patient raises their feet off the floor, if there's a reduction of symptoms with pressure from the therapist, that indicates that they have instability, lumbar instability, not disc herniation. So then number three, severely limited straight leg raise. This is a sign of 
of a herniated disc, herniated lumbar disc. And number four, severely restricted and painful trunk movements, again, indicative of a disc herniation. So you're really highlighting a couple words there, which were except in the question prompt, as well as severely, which uh, led off two of the possible answer choices just highlighting what those things could potentially mean if this comes up on the NPTE. Right. Another thing, again, so in some of the other questions we've talked about, sometimes if you're faced with a question where you you truly don't know, you look at it and you're like, I, I can't remember. I remember that in Dutton, there was something that said about predictors of disc herniation, but I just, I absolutely cannot remember it. Look through the names and you'll see that the, the answer that we're after here, the prone instability test, you're going to say to yourself now, Disc herniation is not instability. Those are two separate things. So if we're doing the instability test, that is most likely to be associated with something else versus I know the straight leg raise that's doing neural tensioning. Also the, so we've got the crossover and the regular straight leg raise listed there. So if I can eliminate one, I can eliminate both of those. And then restricted or painful trunk movements, well, most of the time, disc herniations result in a restriction of trunk movements due to pain. More information on process like this can be found at ptfinalexam.com slash studycast. Again, that cheat sheet we mentioned and 10% off the classes that Will teaches there. Again, that website, ptfinalexam.com slash studycast. Download free study guides now at ariusmedical.com slash NPTE studycast. A-U-R-E-U-S medical.com slash NPTE studycast. Rewarding careers, experiences of a lifetime. Explore travel PT at ariusmedical.com. NPTE studycast. Brewed by the PT Pinecast.